Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from our Old Testament reading in Zechariah 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. This is God's word. Not sure you are all aware of this, but earthly leaders are not perfect. Their shortcomings are many. It was said some 200 years ago by a European lawyer and philosopher named Joseph de Maistre. He said the famous words, Every country has the government it deserves. We heard those words a lot the last couple election cycles that we deserve what we get. And maybe that allows us to do some introspection into the crazy state of politics in what is the United States. But we need to realize that there are places that have had truly, truly terrible leaders. Did those people deserve the leaders they had, the government they had? Did the Jews put to death in the Holocaust, did they deserve what they got from their government? Do those who are silenced, imprisoned, and put to death in communist China for opposing the state, for practicing Christian faith, do they deserve what they get? What is it, though, that we actually do deserve from our leaders? What do we deserve to get from government? It's a tricky word, deserve, and we as Christians know all too well that if we got what we deserved, well, we'd get the sort of thing that is described for us at the end of Revelation, right? An everlasting lake of fire is what we deserve. Damnation is what we deserve. There has not been an empire on earth, a leader on earth, who has inflicted on people what we actually deserve by virtue of the fact that we are sinful, corrupted people. Thanks be to God, we have not had the government that we deserve. Or we would have something far, far worse. On Palm Sunday, we see a leader of a different sort. We see Jesus Christ, the King, who is come to rule 
And he comes to rule with blood. Unlike any other ruler who has ever come before him or after him. You see, Jesus is the leader, the ruler, that we don't deserve. The prophet Zechariah in our Old Testament reading describes him as righteous. Now, there are many earthly leaders who will think of themselves as righteous, perhaps self-righteous, as though they alone have the right understanding of how things ought to be. But only Jesus is truly righteous, able to stand rightly of his own accord before his Father, sinless, perfect, and holy. Zechariah tells of the one who will come bringing salvation. And certainly, many of the leaders of this world promise a form of salvation. They've either got the fix for the economy, the fix for the pandemic, the fix for the border, the fix for inequality. And all these things will in some ways save us if we just give the right people the chance to do so. And yet Jesus is the leader who comes, the ruler, the king. With salvation from the greatest enemies that you and I face. Our greatest enemies are not some foreign political power. It's not another nation. It's not people of the other political party. Our greatest enemies are known as Death, the devil, and our very own flesh, which serves itself and puts itself first. Zechariah tells of the one who is coming who will be humble. Well, today's leaders very seldom try to pass themselves off as humble. But what does it mean that Jesus is the humble king who comes to us. It's not because he sits upon a donkey. That might seem humiliating to you. He simply rides a donkey because David rode a donkey before him. And he, Jesus, is the son of David. No, he's humble because the word humble literally means to empty yourself. To pour yourself out. And didn't Jesus take that to its most literal end? He was humble because he took on human flesh to pour out his very own blood. St. Paul in our epistle said that he did not count equality with God as something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing. In other words, Jesus set aside the glory of God, which is his by right as the second person of the Trinity. And yet he took on our humanity and became almost literally nothing. Taking on the form of an embryo in the mother, womb of his mother. Taking on human flesh 
so that he could pour forth blood for you and for me. Jesus is not the leader we deserve. But thanks be to God. He is the leader you and I have. And the leader that you and I need. He's the king who comes with blood. But a king who comes with blood can do so in a number of ways. A king can come with the blood of his enemies. And there are certainly many kings and rulers and leaders who have shed lots of blood. A king can come demanding the blood of sacrifice. And there are certainly rulers throughout history who have demanded that goats and bulls and rams and heifers be shed for them. Only Jesus is the king who comes with his own blood. As we've reflected on during our midweek Lenten series this year, he is the lamb of sacrifice, the holy lamb, the lamb without blemish, the lamb who sheds his blood as the perfect ruler of the people of God. We are now embarking on the holiest of weeks. The week in which we, the church, mark Jesus' passion, his death, and ultimately next Sunday we mark his resurrection. What leader is going to get your attention this week? You see... We do give a lot of attention to our earthly leaders and rulers, and we should be informed, we should know what's going on. But you know what? We often place so much hope and trust in earthly people who are earthly disappointments in so many ways that we ought to learn. But you know what? Even if we're not preoccupying ourselves with earthly rulers and earthly leaders, you know what? There are other things that we make into our rulers and our leaders. Some of us are ruled and led by our greed. Some of us are ruled and led by lust. Some of us are ruled and led by discontentment. Some of us are ruled and led by worry. This week, and in all the days and weeks going forward, I urge you to turn your attention to the one who is a ruler like any other, unlike any other. A leader who leads with blood, who sheds blood for you. The one foretold by Zechariah who restores us double and rules from sea to sea. He rules from his cross. He rules from his empty tomb. He rules from his word of promise that he delivers to you this very day. In the words of the author to the Hebrews, always, but especially during this week, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. 
the one who has worked faith in us by shedding his blood as our king. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.